is the year. This is the year of getting it together and doing what you do best. Hustling, taking care of business, and taking care of your community. Join us for JMT Media's podcast, where we interview everyone from the community to small businesses to elected officials who are changing policy that matters for our community. Morning, this is Jacqueline Tacarante for T Media. I am here in my home in Staten Island. Um, I have a beautiful mural painted right behind me by a Colombian amazing muralist, uh, Lena Matoya. Um, today, we're actually going to interview two folks. Um, but before we do, the reason why I started this whole community corner uh, segment, we had our first episode on Sunday we were able to interview a former financial advisor, Ryan Ludgate. We also were able to interview Mike from Techie Geek. He gave us some really great tips and tricks for small businesses on the security side. And of course, many of you, if you've been quarantined and you've seen Netflix special uh, pandemic, we were able to interview uh, Dr. Jacob Glanfell, who is the CEO, CEO of Distributed Bio, gives a lot of information regarding the coronavirus. Um, so I'm a communicator through and through. I mentioned this earlier on my personal Facebook page. And one way of me relieving stress is actually communicating even thoroughly and more to our community and the small business world, especially here on Staten Island. So um, today we will be hosting a few more of these um, with different elected officials, city council members, especially people um, in leadership that can direct us and small business development center is gonna be coming on the next week or so when we get more information. But today we have uh, Christina Gatteri who's gonna be joining us. She is a certified CFP and CRPC and mompreneur and she's a financial advisor. So uh, Christina, are you there? Are you joining us? Let's just hold off on that. Um, Christina is a financial advisor, like I mentioned. While we wait, um, let's actually move on to our next guest while we make sure on the tech side that we're good to go. So our next guest is an amazing, amazing uh, community leader, supporter. Um, first, I wanna give a special shout out to Senator Diane Savino here in New York State. She, she's present, like, let's just put it that way. She's present, um, so present that even yesterday afternoon when I was checking the mail, which by the way, I'm still thankful that our, our government is still open in that regards to get updates. But um, in yesterday's mail, I received, I guess I should cover this. I received one of the very first pieces of information. Oh, there we go. Hey, Christina. Hi. Hi, hi. there. I'm so sorry about that. My no, power outage. I had a power outage, but I'm oh, back. <laughs> okay. It's all right. Well, you look fabulous. Oh, well, welcome. Welcome. Thank um, you. Like, so we're going to switch gears, everyone. That's why on Facebook Live, but that's okay. Christina, first off, thank you so much um, for joining us. I know you were recently featured on ABC News. You're an amazing financial planner. And um, on Sunday, when we did our first segment, you, you gave us some really good tips and tricks. But let's start off with um, 
who you are and what you do, because I think it's really important for people to understand. I'm really only trying to bring experts in their field to talk. Um, I'm really more of a moderator. I'm not an expert financial planner. Clearly, I need to hire you. Um, so talk to us about what you do and what's going on, hon. Yeah, definitely. So I am a certified financial planner. I've been in a financial advisory role for a little over 12 years now. So I started as a financial advisor in January of 2008, right at the start of the last financial crisis that we experienced. And I work with a lot of young families. My office is based here in Rhode Island, but you know, in this virtual world, we're able to connect all over. So so that's what I do. I, I try to focus on helping people know what next steps to take when things feel a little uncertain. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I, I wish I could do this. Like, yep, yep, yes, Jessica, our project manager, she's letting us know that um, there's power outages that are happening. So wow. we're gonna try to um, ask you a few more questions. And sure. if not, we'll go straight into Brandon. But let's talk about the trends that you're seeing right now um, on yeah. the financial planning side. So people are aware of what to to be on the lookout for mm -hmm. so on the small business side we're starting to see more information and i know your page just um, jacqueline has been wonderful about keeping people up to date about what resources are going to be available for business continuity and so what i'm talking with my with my small business owners about is what's your business continuity plan if you were in business back in 2008 what did you do to make it through that financial crisis because right now business owners need to be uh, working on their basics. What's their business plan? And how did they survive back then? What are the bare essentials they need to make sure they can sustain and not only have a business for themselves on the other side of this, but have a business for their employees to come back to on the other side? Now, let me ask you a question. What <laughs> happens if a small business, like for my, for instance, myself, um, there's a resurgence of small businesses on Staten Island. There's some that have been here from early mm -hmm. 2000s, early 1980s. And then there's some that just started five, six years ago. What if they didn't have a continuity plan? Like, is that something that you can help with? What are you, what would you suggest mm -hmm. for them to do? I would suggest they go back to whatever plan they put together on day one, because they would have needed some plan in place to just get that business off the ground to begin with. And whatever that initial plan was, now's the time to go back and reflect. Are we still following that plan? Were we able to grow from there? But now that we've hit this point where growth is not something that we're exploring at this moment, go back to basics, go back to that original business plan. And let's see what from that we can still use. And if there are things from there that need modification, then we work together to find out what that modification needs to be and where we can pull resources from to make all of it happen. Oh, that's fabulous. Um, you had mentioned, so was it Saturday or Sunday? I had asked you, I was like, what, what, what would be some, some tips you would give? And you really sparked an interest, um, and intrigued not only me, but my entire staff. You said people really need to look at what happened in 2008. Yeah. And I even went even further back. I told my staff, I want us to do research of what happened in the 1987 stock market crash. I want to know what's going on in the 2008 uh market crash like what happens and can you expand on that just so people that are watching understand why you mentioned that because it was so intriguing to me because when you're in the middle of all this kind of chaos happening outside of your house it's really important to focus and that's why we've been using the hashtag focus and conquer because it's like you you got to get through the trenches so can you expand on that reference definitely back in 2008 we know that 
small businesses suffered because consumers were scared. Mm-hmm. And it was different in 2008. We didn't have a financial crisis that were that was really forcing us to stay in our homes. But really, the impact was similar in that consumers didn't know when they were going to be impacted. We didn't know when the next round of layoffs was going to come. And when the consumer gets scared, we hold on to our dollars. And it's difficult for the small business owners to sustain a business when consumers aren't spending the money. So when I say go back to 2008, I say, first of all, realize that consumers are going to be scared for a long time. And now we're also seeing that um, because we're dealing with really life and death situations, we're seeing our government step in and closing businesses down so that there are things that we can't do, even if we chose to to make a decision with our dollar, there are things that we don't have the options to do right now. So when I say look back to 2008, business owners need to take a look at how long consumers took to open up their pocketbook again. Yeah, And that's what they base their plan on as far as how long it's going to take for them to recover and really get back to where they were before. And I think that's especially important because so much of the resources that are being made available to small businesses are coming in the form of loans uh, I noticed in New York, you posted that there are some grant programs out there. So far in Rhode Island, we've only seen options for loans for small businesses. Yeah. And if a small business is going to take on a loan at this time, you need to be really um, confident about your plan to rebuild your business for when those payments come due. Yeah, it's it's so interesting you're saying that because um, our team, you know, aside from the the situation, the first thing that we're looking at, because we're a small business ourselves, Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first things that we were looking at immediately was creating and starting to be proactive. So we started putting together a business reboot kind of packet that we'll be distributing to small businesses in the next two weeks. I totally get it, but it's it's funny because people are telling me, oh, Jacqueline, just get a loan. I'm like, my business is 100% cash positive, but that's because I'm in strategically, I wanted to make sure that I didn't owe any loans. And so now I have to start rethinking and re-collaborating of how am I going to sustain my business for my staff and et cetera, et cetera. So that's mm-hmm. really good information. Yeah. Um, one last question, mm-hmm. because I think people get nervous when they talk about financial planners. I'm not going to lie. I never even thought about working with a financial planner until recently, until I had my second beautiful baby girl, because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to make sure that everybody is set up for college and yeah. blah, 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 blah. So can you talk to us just a little bit of advice on the difference between individual financial planning and then small business financial planning, um, mm-hmm. just to kind of demystify the whole, we're scared to talk to a financial planner. Absolutely. To me, there are technical differences between working with families and working with small businesses uh, on the numbers side, right? Okay. But so much more of the work that I do is really more so in the realm of counseling. When I have a meeting with a client, whether it's a family or a small business, we're talking about, here are some numbers, here are some money things that are happening that we should pay attention to. Here's a recommendation that I have for you. But the rest of the time is, so what's going on? What's making you feel stressed? Because when we feel stressed and uncertain, sometimes we make rash decisions. So if you are curious about working with a financial advisor, the first piece of advice I give to everybody is interview a few. Find one that that you feel is actually listening to you. Financial advisors certainly have a stigma of being salespeople just looking for the next um, commission. And if you get that vibe from a financial advisor, then that's not the right one for you. 
You need to converse with financial advisors, find someone you really feel like is listening to you and is going to understand the goals you want to achieve, not a, an advisor that's going to force their their goals on you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. dating. I'm dating right yes. now. I'm trying to find the next partner that I can marry. It's <laughs> my husband. Yeah. yeah I told it's him serious I said, business. Financial it, advising is very emotional for people. And it's and, overwhelming. I'm not yes. going to lie. It's very yeah. overwhelming because you want to make the right decision uh, yeah. for, for long term. So, mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Christina. Be on standby because we're yes. about to actually, um, I wanted to introduce our second guest. Um, many of you briefly that you chimed in. Sorry, guys, I have a little itch. Um, so Senator J Diane Sabino, um, many of you, especially here on Staten Island, um, have this love for her because you know that she is present, so present that literally yesterday, um, for those of you that chimed in earlier, but yesterday I was able to open up my mail. Thank you again for the government for keeping um, mail service delivery happening. But I received this amazing piece of literature, y'all. Um, and the reason why I say it's amazing is because from a marketing and PR standpoint, it literally takes about a week and a half to design something, print something, distribute it, go through the mail, all the channels that be. And so the fact that I received this means that she's on top of her A game and I'm, I'm all about right now, trust me, I'm watching all the leadership happening, not just on Staten Island, but in New York State and on even on a national level. I think it's extremely important. I won't get too much into politics because why? That's not my role. Um, so I'm going to stay in my lane. But I do want to properly introduce an amazing, amazing Deputy Chief of Staff, uh, Brandon Patterson. He is on the helms of what's happening here on Staten Island. He's a true community leader and advocate. And I'm so glad you're able to join us this morning, Brandon. Thank you so, so, so much. Of course. Good to see you in this uh, in these weird times that we're having. I know. I know. Just just a little. Just a little weird. But that's okay. We're just uh, flexing our social media muscles. That's all right. Um, so I want to talk about like, can you let everybody know what your role is uh, with Senator Diane Savino's office? Um, this, my friend, is amazing. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, we, when we started printing that a couple of weeks ago and it, information was just moving so quickly. So um, like you let off, you know, it takes about a week, you know, for, for our production services to print that stuff and get that information correct. And we wanted to make sure that before things got too bad, and we had enough information, we got it out. So you're going to start seeing um, probably most families in the North Shore on Staten Island this week are going to be getting that in their ma mailbox. Um, I know we have some posters that we tried getting out at small businesses um, and community centers and, uh, and and vertical buildings. I don't know if we got all of them out that we wanted to, sure. uh, but we're going to try and get them out one way or another um, as we're working remotely. Just, you know, the more information, the better. You know, keep washing your hands and, and all that stuff and social distancing that we've been seeing. So. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, you guys, one of the things that I love about the senator's office is y'all are out and about in the community helping small businesses. Um, what are some of the best practices that you would say right now? We'll talk about government resources in a little bit, yep. but let's talk about just some best practices for the community and small businesses. Right. So, I mean, I think let me, let me just sort of pivot and connect the two. I think what we've been doing is we're getting information from the governor's office um, and the executive about what new guidances are. 
So we just posted on the Senator's uh, Twitter and Facebook yesterday. And please, if you're in Staten Island, follow all of the elected officials, all of their Twitter, Facebook, Instagram pages, because we're all sharing information as soon as we get it. Um, But, you know, if you're a small business owner, if you're a bar or restaurant, there are new guidances for your liquor license um, so that you can, you know, sell liquor at a curbside pickup. Um, Interesting time. So, you know, we want to make sure that you're able to continue to succeed. Um, If you are having a construction site, Department of Buildings, we didn't put that out yet, but they are available. um, Things to do with equipment. Um, Department of Labor, if you work in a restaurant and you were laid off, um, the governor did waive the seven-day period. So um, if you're unemployed now, you can get that benefit immediately or the next day. Uh, It depends on the situation. But if you have questions, please email Senator Savino. You can go on our website, Savino, or our email is savino at nysenate.gov. If you email her, uh, we have staff and herself that monitor it. Um, And then it gives you the list of all of our staff members. Um, You know, we're responding to messages on social media um, into her direct messages. Um, You can probably find all of our social media on on her page too. So just please reach out to us. Um, And all of the electeds are talking, all of staff are talking. You know, we're trying to get information out there. Uh, as much as possible. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I I admire and I love, um, you know, Senator Diane Savino, anytime there's a press conference or even before a press conference, she immediately is posting on social media. Um, to me, that's leadership. And I mean, right now, everybody's on social media and especially on Staten Island. Um, yeah. You know, one of the reasons why people people keep asking me, why are you doing this only on Facebook? Because most of the the community on Staten Island, the mass, from what we've seen from the events that we've partnered with, beautiful cultural institution groups like Snug Harbor Cultural Center Botanical Garden, with over 58 million views on social media, we see that people day in and day out are on Facebook here on Staten Island. So we're going to continue um, to post and do live feeds on Facebook page. Um, can we also talk about, you know, some of the other resources that your offices can offer? And the reason why I bring that up is when I had first started my company, I think I mentioned this to you, um, for those that are following us, when I first started my company, um, Steve Grillo, vice president over at SIEDC, had mentioned that I need to apply for my MWBE, which is the Minority Women Business Enterprise Certificate, and I needed additional information so he also gave me the information for Senator Diane Savino's office and Brandon Patterson was the one that picked up the phone and he walked me through this process. So I want to talk about what other services that the uh, senator's office has to offer during this time, aside from information regarding Department of Labor. Um, are there any other services that we need to be made aware of during this time that you guys offer? I mean, we're, we're still working as if this didn't happen. So if you have questions regarding if you're a NYCHA resident and, and something's going on, uh, you know, there's a repair that needs to be made. You know, I don't know. I don't think we've gotten guidance on how quickly they're doing that, but please reach out. You know, National Grid and Con Ed, we deal with them every day. Um, they're suspending shutoffs. I would just say continue to ask questions as you normally would. I think sometimes we have weeks where, where people are calling us every five seconds and some weeks where they're not. Um, you know, this is what government's here to do. We're here to answer your questions. Um, no question is really too silly to ask, especially in this time. So if you're, uh, if you have questions about what stores are open, 
Um, you know, Staten Island Live, I just saw put up a great article, the mall is suspending hours, right? You know, we try to be that one-stop shop for uh, for people for information, if it's government or non-government. And if we can't answer the question, we're going to get you to the people that can. I mean, you know, we don't necessarily answer all uh, questions related to federal government. Uh, it's not our wheelhouse, but we'll have you connected to Congressman Max Rose's office in, in a very short time. So, Listen, uh, the great thing about Staten Island and, and our elected officials is we all work really well together. All the staffs work really well together. Um, keep following us. And again, keep pinging all of us on social media um, if you have questions. No question right now is too big or too small. There are government offices that are still opening um, yeah. or still operating. So we may not get the answer immediately. But if you have a question related to a permit with Department of Buildings, like I alluded to earlier, you know, we'll do our best to get you answers on things. Sure, sure. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Brandon. Um, if you could just stand by. We have a couple of pieces of information that we want to distribute. Um, I look alive right now, but I'm a little exhausted because we've been trying to keep up with all of the press conferences from the executive to the governor's office to the mayor's office. Um, so we try to, you know, most people don't have the time to sit for the whole hour and then extract. So our job is we're really trying to extract as much information as we can um, for the small business community. So the first thing that we're going to put up is a slide about some IRS and tax updates. Um, yesterday, uh, a Treasury Secretary noted that taxpayers can delay paying their income taxes on as much as $1 million for up to 90 days. So they're still expanding on that. So we haven't put out the links yet just because they're still expanding on what exactly that means specifically for small businesses, um, whether you're an LLC or whether you're a sole proprietorship. Um, so we'll have additional information on that later. Um, ordinarily, individual income taxpayers must submit their tax returns by April 15th. Um, they are, again, giving a 90-day um, extension, but you do need to speak with your financial planner, um, your accountant, or if it's easily readily available to you, you can go to irs.gov to gather more information. Um, the postponement on payments applies to federal returns. Um, again, you need to double check your state's tax deadlines to see if there are any delays. Um, so again, this was all released yesterday from the executive. So we're waiting to hear back on what exactly that entails, because there's so many details that haven't been distributed. There's just a lot of announcements that are coming out. So again, on our Facebook page with jmtmedia.nyc, we're trying to post as much information as we can. We're trying to decipher it also for y'all because I, for me, if I was sitting on the other end, I'm like, this is great information. It's 20 pages long. I need it down to brass taxes. So we're trying to get it down to brass taxes for you. Um, our next slide that we have here, some other additional updates are government assistance. Yesterday, the Trump administration discussed um, that there would be a $1.2 trillion in spending, including direct uh, payments of $1,000 to Americans within the next two weeks um, because they're trying to help curb some of the economic impact. And so as of this morning, ABC News and Fox News reported that they're still trying to solidify what exactly that means and how long that will take. Um, because even though checks, quote unquote, will be distributed in two weeks, it really can take anywhere from up four to six weeks and even sometimes as long as eight weeks um, to get checks distributed. So I'm sure that they're trying to sort all those details out about that rollout plan. 
Um, there's also a proposal on the works for $300 billion for small business loans. Um, like we just discussed with Christina, some businesses are starting to look at small business loans um, as their leverage to continue business. Um, but again, we recommend that you speak with the financial planner advisor, just like uh, Christina from Innovative Planning Partners. Um, they're also looking at $200 billion in stabilization funds and $250 billion in cash payments to do a second round of checks. Um, so again, this can take anywhere from four to six weeks, if not even longer. So let's make sure that we, you know, as as much as information is coming in, we're trying to distribute this as fast as we can to y'all. Um, so what I wanted to also do is let y'all know that next week, either next week or the latter part of this week, uh, we will have a representative from the Staten Island Small Business Development Center. They are part of the umbrella for small business administration offices um, joining us. We're also going to have a representative from a bank, a financial institution, talk to us uh, because certainly you do not want to just be old school, pull out your money and put it under your mattress. Um, there's new insurance regulations with um FDIC. And so it's really important that we have other experts. So we're trying to coordinate all of that. Um, we're going to conclude our segment. First, I want to thank everyone that joined us. Christina, Brandon, thank you so, so much for joining us this morning. Um, I know as we are getting everything together and distributing information, it's really important that we stay connected on a social level. So I appreciate y'all getting up this morning. Christina, I'll be contacting you about my financial planning and Brandon, I'll be calling you about next steps, what's happening at the offices. So again, everyone, please stay tuned. We'll be distributing more information. But again, thank you so much for joining us this morning, y'all. Absolutely, no problem. Y'all have a great Take one. Care. Bye.